So I'm actually going to do two podcasts today. This is going to be the first one. They're both going to be brief. There's just two separate ideas I wanted to talk about. So which one to begin with? I guess this first one is going to be about a uh, 75 hard challenge. And then I'm going to go on to another. It's something of a follow-up to the Arnold comment, the screw your freedom and, and just the kind of weird, weird sort of division. So... I'll, I'll, I'll do that one after if that interests you. You can go on to that one. So there's this challenge that came up uh, that I've seen recently called uh, the 75 Hard Challenge by uh, Andy Frisella. So uh, I'll be honest, I've only looked into it briefly. I've seen in the past things like the 30 Hard Challenge and whatever, and they were kind of trending on various sites. And so now this 75 Hard seems to be trending so what is it? Well, right, again, forgive me for any mistakes here because I only just heard about this this morning. I did a little bit of research, but I was at the gym at the time, so forgive me. But I believe what it is, it's supposed to be like a, basically a 75-day challenge that is the intention is you deliberately do uh, force yourself into discomfort and within certain parameters. So you're supposed to do one 45-minute uh, indoor workout, 145 minute outdoor workout. Um, one, uh, you're supposed to read nonfiction books every day. I, I'm not sure for how long. Um, you're supposed to drink four liters of water and you're supposed to follow a diet. The, that diet is more or less up to you as, as I understand it. So funny enough, this, this sounds very familiar. This is basically doing exactly what Tom Venuto's program is doing. If you followed my podcast, you know that in the challenge, you he has four pillars, he calls them, of, of the burn the fat, feed the muscle philosophy. And, and that's uh, weight training or resistance training, uh, cardio, mental programming, and uh, nutrition. So essentially the same four things. Now, uh, the the same variables at play here. Uh, Tom, in his writing, does actually emphasize the importance of water. I don't think he puts a number on it. I think it's a little bit looser in his... and in. I mean, the reality is uh, four liters is probably going to be good for most people, probably a lot more than most people drink. Um, obviously, it's not perfectly accurate to what every person needs because people are different sizes and shapes and so on and weight and but whatever it's a it's a good uh starting point it's um it's a good guideline for the most part it sounds pretty good now it can be tweaked like i like personally like tom's philosophy a little bit better because it's even more flexible and just in terms of 45 minute outdoor workout well that's okay if you live in california that's okay if you live in you know, in Canada, if you're in Vancouver, good, fine. If you're, if you're somewhere where you have 40, you know, uh, below temperatures, then good luck with that. So this is why I like Tom's, he says, do one weightlifting session, one cardio session. That seems to work now. Okay. So the concept of working hard, it's good and bad. So it's, it's, good to challenge yourself and it's good to get out of your comfort zone i think that's um i think i think that's understood but it's not the whole story and 
my last cut, if it taught me anything, it was that the reason my challenge was so successful was because it was enjoyable. I was doing what needed to be done, but I made it enjoyable. So I think I think probably the, the best of both worlds is to, yes, challenge yourself. You have to challenge yourself. If you want to build muscle, you have to challenge your, your body, but make it enjoyable. Enjoy the challenge. The problem I see is that if you're telling yourself, oh, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard, it's not going to be sustainable. If you're telling yourself that what you're doing is not enjoyable, why would you ever go back to it? Whereas, because my diet was so enjoyable, yes, I was in a caloric deficit, yes, I was hungry sometimes, but it was enjoyable. I enjoyed most of the foods I was eating. So, no pro I excited to get back on it, as a matter of fact. So, uh, that's probably the only... Um, nuanced thing. Now, like I say, I don't know the program very well. I'm I'm sure he probably, you know, does things like that, um, encourages that type of thinking to to love the challenge, to yes, this is hard, but it's awesome. Um, hope, hopefully he does, and I'm pretty sure he does. I, there's been lots of, you know, psychological studies on this kind of things where if you make doing the good things um, even though, you know, they, they, at first they're not necessarily the things you want to do, but they're the things you know you should do. If you might make those appealing to do and the things that you shouldn't do, your bad habits, if you make them just mentally seem less desirable, you're going to create more sustainable um, um, pro progress. So that's it. Like I said, this is going to be a brief one. So this, that's my uh, initial thoughts. Maybe, I mean, I'll probably learn more about this. And for, for people who it works for, that's amazing. And, and I would say maybe if it is the, the suggestions I've had, maybe that's a way you can kind of almost take it to another level. Um, a, a note on actually the, the idea of reading nonfiction. I think that's what, as I was saying, relating it to Tom Venuto's thing, that's the mental programming. So keeping your mind in the game, keeping your mind focused, learning new things. Uh, that's, that's great. Um, I mean, for me, I like audiobooks better, but yeah, just reading, learning new, learning new, new things, especially inspirational type things and, and things that help keep your mind on track. That, that's amazing. So overall, it seems like a really good thing and, uh, it might be even better than, than I'm giving it credit for. So <laughs> there you go.